Hey, it's your girl Ash Michelle with Too Loud Magazine, and we got Bots World we at his studio hanging out. What it do? Okay. Oh, that's it. What it do? Huh? That's it. That's it. All right. We got a bunch that we're gonna talk about. We gotta get to know this man. First of all, just start off. This is the time. I know you don't like to brag on yourself, uh, but this is the time to brag to both who you working with. All that stuff. How long you been in the business? It's time. We need to hear. Okay. Uh, well, I started producing in 2000, the year 2000. Sold my first beat to the rapper Scarface. Okay. And uh, it was funny because I was working at the Guitar Center at the time and I was just back in the back playing and Scarface comes in and he's like, I want to buy that track. I never knew about being a producer. I was just a musician. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, I want to buy that beat. And I was like, okay. I don't got no keyboard. How you gonna get the beat? Like it was, a, it was a whole funny situation. I me and Face met because I ended up taking the keyboard. Guitar Center would let you take the stuff home, you know, because I worked there. And so I ended up taking it to Face House. And I told him when I got there, I say, I don't know how to put this in your computer. Like I just started learning it. So yeah. for like, we were there for like five hours with one beat. Wow. But Face was cool about it. He's yeah. like, man, we gonna learn it together. And he pulled up and smoked, and then. Shit. Five hours later, we had to beat. But that was my first track sold. Um, I've worked with everybody pretty much in Houston. Slim Thug, Mike Jones, Latoya Luckett, uh, OTB Fast Lane, Pimp C, UGK. Uh, you name Houston. I mean, it's not too many. Marcus Manchild, Kirko Bangs, yeah. um, just Britney. So I, I've been, you know, doing it for 20 years. It'll be 21 years next year. Mm. And uh, yeah, so I've been. Blessed. I signed my first production deal with Rap a Lot. Shout out Jay Prince, Run the Prince, Big Chief, Red. Uh, yeah, they're my people. Get the shout out. Yeah, I started with them. Then I went from them and I went to Swisher House. So at the okay. time, you know, mid 2000s, those those were the two big labels right. in Houston. Right. So um, I did the original Steel Tipping mm -hmm. with Mike Jones, the one that had Chameleon now that they mm -hmm. took off and put another one. I'm still mad, but we still get checks, so we ain't okay. tripping. So, uh, worked with them, Maya, and I had my, my biggest hit was from uh, Natalie called Going Crazy. Mm -hmm. And she was a Rockets power dancer. And T. Gray, DJ T. Gray, shout out to him, and my boy Moshe Davenport put it together. We met, and it went to number four on Billboard. It was wow. the biggest hit I ever had to, to this date. It's like double platinum. And so I got two plaques from that one record. So, okay. shout out to Natalie T. Gray. That was my biggest record. And then, right now, just working with a bunch of independents. Mm -hmm. I haven't did... Um, any majors really lately because my focus has been to just you know empower some of these independent artists mm -hmm. and teach them the game and teach them you know some of the things I've learned and that's a whole long list of tons of that's just a few you sound like you are okay you sound like you are Houston bred ingrained H-Town all day <laughs> every picture y'all see me in y'all know I'm throwing up the H because I, I love my city so it sounds like you have like that's a lot of people you know. You should have like some kind of crazy kind of funny story, something. Uh, <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. I got several. I can I can tell you a pimp C story. Okay, and give me one. Give me. Everybody one. likes this story because I teach. I tell people about being on time. People always wonder okay. why I'm such a stickler on time. Well, I was recording pimp C. Shout out to Mike Mo Corey Mo. They had put me on the on the engineering blast, and I got stopped at the train tracks by mm -hmm. a train, and the train stopped. So I was like 45 minutes late to the session. Oh, and so I like I text Mike and I was like, yo, I'm going to be late to the session. Because Pimp C was a stickler for being on time. Okay. And so he's like, man, Pimp ain't going like this. <laughs> I was like, man, just tell him the, 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 the train stopped. Ain't nothing I can do. So I get there. So the train was stopped for 45 minutes? It stopped. Like something, one, of them, one of the cars had come off the track further down the line. But okay. where I was trying to cross. Yeah. 
So, and he like, man, he at the studio already, bots. What are we going to do? I was like, man, I'm on my way. So I get there 45 minutes late, and I walk in, and Pimp like, say, man, <laughs> what motherfucking time you supposed to be here, bots? And I was like, 2 o'clock. What that clock say? I say 2.56. How much we paying you an hour? I say like 75. How many hours we booked today? I say eight. You gonna give me all them motherfucking hours and I ain't paying you shit. Cause you know I say be on motherfucking time. Uh-uh. So like I'm sitting there pissed like damn. And then I had just met Pimp. Right. This was like the beginning of our relationship. So I was like I done made a bad impression. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. he fooled around and let me play. Okay. And so when I played the organ he was like that's the motherfucker I need to play all my organ shit. So we kind of, you know, I still didn't get paid for the session. That's the whole funny but you thing. you got more out of it. I did. I ended up getting mm-hmm. a couple placements. Um, yeah. and, and to this day, there's a lot of records that um, I produced for Pimp and Bun that'll never come out. Just because really? he passed and all the paperwork. And yeah. His mom passed. And it just, you know, we had, me and Corey Moe had about 15 records we did with him. So well, we have had you a, ever, like, reached back out to Bun and be like, hey, why don't he we He can't release? control it. It's a whole separate thing. So, okay. some songs you never hear. I know that's they there. Okay. They just can't come out. Yeah, it's that's the business. But yeah. that's a funny story on how I became punctual. Yeah. Because <laughs> now you expect you better be here. All look, time. my team will tell you I am a stickler <laughs> for time. So I just you know I ain't get paid. I missed all that money yeah. from a train. Yeah. So I wanted to call you know Houston and be like. You motherfuckers made me miss my bread. So, I don't blame Houston. Okay. So, but that's a good, that's a funny story I have that, you know, we end up being cool because we end up working on the uh, record and I end up getting um, She Love It. Mm-hmm. That was the one I produced with my boy Corey Mo. So, all's well, ends well, but that's a funny story. It wasn't funny at the time, but it's funny now. It was a hard lesson. Be on time to your sessions, man. Artists. I feel like you grew up in a church, though, because you like playing the organ. And I did. That. Okay. I did. I was... Started playing drums when I was four years old. Got my first drum set. My mama has a picture. My mom has a picture when uh, she bought me the Muppet drums. Those were big back in the day. Sean might remember these. It was the Muppet drums. And um, I have a picture where I'm sitting there playing at four years old. Four years old. I played drums till I was about 19. Then I started playing the piano. And then we took off from there. There's more money playing the piano. Mm -hmm. So. We put the drums behind us mm-hmm. <laughs> and start playing this piano and this organ, making that real money. So, um, like I say, my career started at Guitar Center. I yeah. went in as a drummer, and I literally went in right when I started playing piano. So, mm-hmm. it was a good shift because I learned um, how to do studios. I learned how to do sound. I learned MIDI. I just learned all the technical stuff a lot of people don't know. Yeah. And so, uh, I created Guitar Center for the beginning of my career. So, That's But, yeah, church is, is the heart. Well, that's what I want to know. Okay, you got all these big names and you're in there producing. How do you tell somebody like Pimp C, Slim Thug, all these straight Houston people, that shit ain't a bot. We're going to have to tweak this. We're going to have to fix this. We're going to throw this shit out. How do you, what, how do you <laughs> even approach them? Uh, so I, I can give you two, two stories on that. Okay. The first is Mike Jones. So we were at, this is when I was with Swisher House and I had did my deal with them. And we were recording back then, that mm-hmm. whole album. And Mike had did that verse where he's like, back then they didn't know me. I know. Back then, I said, and so I like turned around and looked at Watts like, y'all yeah. gonna let that shit go? Like, he just said the same thing four times. Right. And they just kind of like, man, let it go, Watts. That's his trademark. 
And then, you know, like I say, six months later, we were at the BET Awards, mm -hmm. and Mike Jones was all up and down Sunset on posters yeah. and stuff. I'm like, ain't this a bitch? Right, right. Like, because I'm the one like, no, man, that yeah. shit trash. And yeah. It blew up. And then secondly, uh, the first time I ever met Maya, mm -hmm. she was, uh, that's when she was doing her deal with Jay Prince and them. And uh, I was in Atlanta working, and Maya's manager, Dollar Bill, say, yo, Maya like your track. She going to be recording tonight. And mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, I'm oh. in Atlanta. Yeah. Maya? And so I'm like, I got three more days. He's like, she, she going to be there tonight. Uh, United, can I switch my flight to <laughs> leave in like three hours? So I came. Maya was in the booth, and she did a bad run. Yeah. Like, she literally did a bad run. So, I hit the talk back, and I was like, that ain't how that go. And she kind of looked from behind the mic like, <laughs> who, who is this? She's like, I'm Maya. Who is this? And, and then I sung the run. And I was like, and she's like, uh, okay, I'll try it. So, she finishes her verse, and she comes out, and she's like, and who do I have the esteemed pleasure that's correcting me and giving me notes who I don't know the name? I said, I'm D-Bots. And she's like, oh. Your bots? I was like, yeah. Oh, my God, I love your beats. I oh. So that's, you know, the thing about me, I tell artists, whether you produce a million records or one, I'm going to treat you the same. Yeah. You know, if it's yeah. if it's whack, to me, it's whack. And yeah. like I said, Mike Jones, I thought was the wackest shit ever, but blew he blew up. up. So, you know. Well, you just have such like a big, outgoing, funny personality. So I just felt like he'd be like, that shit ain't working. I, well, I ain't gonna say it like that. Okay. I ain't okay. gonna say it like that. So you tone it down when you yeah, got I mean, I, I, I don't do anybody star, unstar, whatever. You know, I talk to you like I want to be talked to most of the time. Okay. Now, if you, we start going back and forth on some like I know what I'm doing, bots. <laughs> then I'm gonna pull out the resume. How many records you got? Right. How many plaques you got? Right. And, you know, you got to do that sometimes. But no, I try to keep people. You know. Like I want to be talked to, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. this industry, they'll talk to you crazy. Oh, I know. We know. Yeah. Yeah. They will. <laughs> <laughs> so when people are looking for a producer, though, because, I mean, everybody in mama is like, I'm a producer. Oh, God. I'm this, I'm that, I'm mad. I'm going to make you a hot record. What are, what are people supposed to look for? What are these artists supposed to look for? Um, Look for producers and not beat makers. Okay. There is a difference. Because okay, break down the difference. So a beat maker is somebody you can meet on Instagram mm -hmm. and they're like, I got beats on Beat Stars and beats on Beat Planet and, you know, yeah. 10 beats for $20. Those mm -hmm. are beat makers. Because if you bring them in the producer, to, I mean, if you bring them in the studio to work with you, they're not going to know what to do. Right. They're not going to be able to tell you, yo, you need to do this. This is how you need to do your cadence. Mm -hmm. This is how you do that. That's the difference between a producer. I can get a record and do it from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Most beat makers can only start. Right. They can't tell you, especially if you're doing like singing. If you're doing like R&B, because of my church upbringing, you know, I'm good on harmonies. Right. Like Maya loves when I do her harmonies because she's like, I didn't hear that note. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a dope note box. So let's put that in there. So... Um, they can't produce that. They can just give you an eight bar beat and mute certain parts in and out. And it, they be jamming. It's mm -hmm. some hot beat makers out yeah, there. But yeah. um, like I say, beat makers can start a record. Mm -hmm. Producers can see it to completion. Right. And you, that don't mean you got to mix it and master it, but you can produce the record. So right. that's the difference. You keep saying all this harmony stuff. I don't think I've heard you sing. I'm not a singer. I'm, that's not my claim. To, don't get me on it trying to sing. That is. No, I, I can do a little shoe bop, boop bop, What's crazy boop, is I'm not a singer, but I know, you know, what runs and stuff. Sign. Right. Okay. Right, right. Okay. So I ain't no, that ain't my claim to fame. So uh uh. <laughs> Too loud, that is not me. I am not the singer. Now you get me on these keys, I'm a monster. But singing? No, I can't do that. Okay. Well, so, we're gonna let them pass. Please. <laughs>
Mm. But we definitely have to talk about the cookout. The cookout. So not only is he producing and working with all the mega stars, especially from Houston, H-Town, but he is doing the cookout, helping artists, developing them, talking about their producing stuff from start to finish. Right. And the cookout album. The cookout album. Okay. I see it back there. The cookout album volume one is right. dropping January 28th, my birthday next year, yeah. 2022. See, first of all, you got to tell us how can artists even be a part of the cookout? Because it's like huge. She's already done what? This is your Five. fourth? This will be my tour. sixth one. The sixth okay. one is in Dallas, yeah. The kickoff of next year. Mm -hmm. So, how can artists be a part of this? Well, it's several, it's several parts. Some artists come, and it's not just for artists. That's the thing about the cookout. I call okay. it for creatives because okay. we've had poets there. We've had uh, managers. We've had PR people. Some people have literally come just to sit there and be entertained yeah. and party because, you know, it's, it's like a big family reunion mm -hmm. every other month. You so know, it's like a whole entertainment industry junket. You could call it a networking thing okay. based around the studio. So, um, but the cookout is, uh, I was in Atlanta last mm -hmm. year before the pandemic and I was at a writing camp and the writing camp was by some mega star writers. They have all kinds of credentials, two dudes. I won't mention their name cause I, you know, I knock them out, but, uh, <laughs> they had this writing camp and so they invited like 15 producers and like mm -hmm. 15 writers. And so I was invited, you know, they paid my way out and all that. So I'm out there in Atlanta and we're in the, we're in the session. And they're talking to these independents that don't know. They're just mm -hmm. talking to them bad, like we just talked about. Mm -hmm. Like, they were writing a song, and one was like, what's a pre-hook? What the fuck you mean you don't know? You don't know a pre How you going to be a writer? And, and I'm just sitting there like, they don't know. Yeah. You can't penalize them because they don't know. Te this is a teaching moment. Right. But it wasn't my session, so yeah. I couldn't be me. Yeah. You know, I know studio etiquette. Because mm -hmm. if it was my session, I would have been like, man, who the fuck you? You know, right. that's just me because that's the Houston coming out of me. Right. But um, I, I listened to that and I was like, man, we need to create an event where because one of the artists, I mean, one of the writers started crying in the studio. The other one left and one said they were quitting. It was like, I don't even want to do music no more just Aww. from these dudes talking to them. Yeah. And so I was like, man, I need to create an event mm -hmm. where artists can feel safe. Yeah. They can feel empowered. They can feel encouraged and they can feel the support of other independents. Boom, the pandemic hits. Yeah. So that delayed everything. everything. So. Talking with my boy Jojo King, shout out Jojo, one of my best friends since since elementary school, early this year, and he was like, man, what was that idea you was talking about, uh, about the independent artists? I was like, man, it's a pandemic, you know, ain't nobody gonna come to that. And he like, checked me, he was mm -hmm. like, where bots at? And I'm like, what you mean? Bots don't say nothing is impossible. Right. You like who? Where, where my boy at, man? I was like, you know what? You right. Mm -hmm. And so I got on the phone, I text some of my, my, my people, and I was like, yo, let's go to Atlanta and do a cookout let's let's just vibe let's see what kind of you know what we can create yeah, this was the initial thing yeah. yeah and we get to atlanta first day we do a hit record with this artist named titanic shout out titanic from baton rouge uh, she's part of the cookout team my little sis she's crazy follow her because she's crazy <laughs> um and we do this record let me pause you real quick Go ahead. because bots loves to get credit and shout out i love that yeah i yeah, love it's, that it's, it's, you know it's, it's hard for people to to you know accept or to acknowledge people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so anyway continue no i like you know it's <laughs> it's never about me and i think that's one of the things that gives me longevity in this in this business mm -hmm. it ain't about me i could care less about the shine yeah i've had my moments i done been grammy nominated stella you know i done did all mm -hmm, that now mm -hmm. it's time for me to bring some more people on but anyway so we get to atlanta first day it's dope um we had raz b pull up 
we had uh, one of the housewives in Atlanta pull up. So I didn't even know they were coming, but oh, they just cool. saw on Instagram, like, I see you in Atlanta doing da-da-da-da. Yeah. So it was cool. We did two days in Atlanta, and then we had a little team. Like, it was like eight of us at the moment, and mm -hmm. we like, let's do it again. Yeah. Because we were, we were kind of successful, but let's do it on a bigger stage. Right. We went to L.A. Went to L.A. for three days, and I think we had close to 100 artists show up in three days. Wow. Yes. It was the biggest attended one all year. And after L.A., we were all kind of just like, yo, this shit working. Yeah. Like, this shit is dope. And so, um, my hey. team was coming together. You know, mm -hmm. we had to, had to remove some pieces, and we added some pieces. And we did it again in New York. New York was a vibe. So, New York, we, we know the routine now. Right. So, two months later, we did it in Miami. Yeah. And Miami was a definite vibe. And then the last one we did was in the DMV. And um, total this year, I think we had close to 300 artists. We had like 300 wow. artists come through yeah, in all five cities. A year ago, the cookout didn't exist. And now it's one of the biggest. Of it. Yeah, it just, it's, it blows my mind every time that I think about crazy. it. That is crazy. So, but you ask a question. So if you want to get involved mm -hmm. with it, in it, you can go to atthecookout.com. A-T-T-H-E-C-O-O-K-O-U-T.com. And you can... You can see the schedules, um, you know, with the COVID kind of doing, we kind of watching these next dates. But Dallas is in January 27, 28. We'll be at Luminous Studios. We've already booked them. We got our caterer because I, I have food. We got our bartender. I'm glad you mentioned it because let me back you up a minute. Come on. <laughs> but you're Miami mm -hmm. trip. <laughs> you're Miami cookout. Uh -huh. You posted on your Instagram and I fell out. You shouted out everybody for participating. Thanks for this. Thanks for that. And then you shouted out the food people. Yes. For they trash. <laughs> I said this food. I really put on the Instagram that these people food was trash. And then put a picture of what we were supposed to get. Because. What we got. Because. <laughs> to my defense. When we did the negotiate, because I believe in supporting my own. Right. It's easy for us to go get some Buffalo Wild Wings and bring right. to the studio. But right. um, there was a person, you know, I, she can remain nameless. And she came to me and she's like, yo, I'll cater the yeah. cookout. And so we went to a page. She had some nice stuff. And plus, I knew her, knew of her, I say that. And so we gave her a chance. Yeah. And one thing people know about me, I hate bad business. Mm -hmm. I hate, mm -hmm. I hate bad business. So. The first sign was she was supposed to be at, the, I think, the studio at, like, 7. Okay. Because we started 6. She's supposed to be there to set up and all that. She didn't get there at 9.30. Oh, she was late. She didn't get there at 9.30. Ooh, when she got there, she kind of just kind of came in and kind of threw the food to the people. I'm not saying throwing it, but that's yeah. what it was. Like, yeah. I'm here. Let me do this. And I had a special menu for vegans because I want to mm. make sure everybody can eat. Right. My vegan people was like, what's this? So... That was it, and then people just, some people ate because they was hungry. Now, mm -hmm. Miami was special because I took my daughters. Aww. They came to the cookout, and when my daughters come up to me like, Daddy, we hungry. Like, where's mm -hmm. the food at? Yeah. I'm trying to be in producer D-Bots mode and greet everybody, but my director, Catrice, she was livid. And so when the girl got there, she was like, um, yeah, thank you, but we don't need you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the girl got on Instagram and tried to clown me. She said my event was a charity event. Oh. Yes. How she you said, mad because you messed so, up? So, right. That's that's what okay. these colored people do. <laughs> we get mad and want to cuss other people out because yeah. we mess up. 
And the thing is, I put you on a pedestal. I shouted you out on Clubhouse and tagged you and all this stuff right. on Instagram. No, you take your lick. Right. So she got on Instagram and gave the food that she was supposed to bring the next day away, supposedly. So you probably didn't buy nothing. Yeah, I saw my screen. I'm sorry. We're going to have to edit that because I got to have that in the background. All right, 30 more minutes. But um, <laughs> let me pick back up. So, yeah, she, you know, and so if you're going to try to clown me, Mm -hmm. I'm the wrong one, and I did it in a professional way because yeah. I could have went all the way in. right. And, I, and yeah, I but the funny know. part was she saw that and she's like, "How dare you?" And <laughs> she tried to sue me. Oh, so what? she sends me this, <laughs> this, this. She pulled off. Uh, she sends me and Catrice this email, and Catrice is dying laughing. I'm laughing. I sent it to my PR, my PR. Shout out to Auntie Jackie, and because she's been doing this for years, so she was like. If anything, she owe you. Right. She go. And so it we ended up smoothing it out. You know, I told I was like, you know, I gave you an opportunity. You failed. Never mm -hmm. do it again. We good, though. Yeah. We good. You know, I like your pictures on Instagram. No hard feelings. That's business. You know, but I'm That's not going. Yeah, I can't fuck with you no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I do good business. Yeah. And so, yeah, she messed over us in Miami. But we learned our lesson from yep. it. So the and DMV. still blessed. The DMV we had catering. Went by perfect. And... Um, for Dallas, my girl Bree of Lickham Bar, mm. she's going to be catering, and she, man, Bree been cooking for me for years. Yeah, she do brisket, uh, egg rolls, and don't get Yum. me to talking about food. You okay. know, I'm a foodie, yes. so. Yes, we know. Yeah, you know, our first conversation, <laughs> we sat and talked about food for 20 minutes. So, y'all been there yet anyway? No. Okay, yeah, I need no. to go. No, we need Big to Big City Wings, that's what we talking about. Big City we was waiting on you. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Y'all let me know. It's whatever. So. You know what, though? When people come to you and say, you know, I got, uh, you know, a song I want you to produce or whatever. Do you work on the barter system? Or are you like, uh, no. You know the you thing? You me my coins, <laughs> period. Here's the thing, and I said this today. Um, people cancel working with me before even asking me, like, what's my price? Yeah. Because, you know, if your resume or whatever, are you big time and mm, I, I can't know. afford you. How oh, you know? Exactly. I, you know, I produce records for artists for a Subway sandwich and Doritos. Because this dude was honest with me like, man, you know, I ain't got it. You mm -hmm. know, I just had X, Y, and Z happen to me. I say, you got $10? He say, yeah. They stopped by Subway. Meet me at the studio in two hours. This is what I want. Text with my order. And he was like, so how much I owe you? I say, you, your debt paid. Right. And he was just, you know, he almost cried because he, he had been through the system. You know, yeah. he was one of them, but he had talent. Yeah. And so I kind of believed in him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I, people, most of, the, most of the time they counsel themselves out. And I'm like, you could at least ask me what I'm going to charge you first. Right. You know, right. It, it depends on situations. You know, yeah. if you're a single mom and got three kids but can blow. Yeah. And I think there's some potential there. Yeah, I'm going to work with you. Yeah. So, you know, yes, I barter all the time. You right. know, I do this for you if you do this for me. So. Yeah. And that's how, you know, this country was built. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. you know, they bought it on some niggas coming over here, but... <laughs> but we, let's be clear, <laughs> he is not going to do every record for Subway. I'm not, yes. Jobs. You know, some so of it, you got to wine and dine me. You know, right. give me some roadhouse. You missed it, ask. Some, okay. yeah. If you missed it, it's ask. Just, okay. that's it. Just ask me. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. Well, good. Okay, well, we have to continue having some more fun. Come so we do it. like a little either or and oh, fill in shit. the blank. They're kind of mild today, so okay. you okay. Let's go. Let's go. It's all right. So we'll start with a few fill in the blanks. Oh, shit. 
All right, when the you know what? Before I start that, is it is it like on every producer's resume when the beat drop, you got to do this? Yeah, you know I mean, when I every first, last one I'm do this. When I first started, so I'm like, <laughs> we walk in, Bata's you know throwing down his track, and I'm like, immediately Bata's like this. Okay, it's that's what it do. The funny thing is when I first started and I like registered with ASCAP, you have to have a company name. Mm-hmm. I wanted to call it Neckbreakers. <laughs> Cause you, I want to yeah. break your neck when it come on. So <laughs> music just, it. I mean, I get to do what I love every day, you know. So yeah. and that wasn't even my beat that was playing when you came in, yeah. but I love music. So right. you know, that was my boy Sean, at, aka Misfit Beats, <laughs> the star of the Cookout album, cause he he climbing on it. This is coming out for him. So. Yeah, I'm gonna let you hear a snippet of it when okay. we get done. Okay. Y'all got to buy it. She get to hear a snippet. So. I'm going. And I didn't get a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> ah, she had them, uh, well, we baby shower meatballs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate. They was they good, though. Hate. They were good. Yeah, they were was good. good. Okay, so fill in the blank. So when the beat drops, my go to dance is you got to do something different. It can't be the neck. It, what's oh. your go-to? You mm, mm, mm. uh, the shoulder, kind of the shoulder bob. You know, just, I do some. Just, yeah, I just, you know, kind of. I ain't no dancer, so I ain't like I'm finna, you know, break dance or nothing. <laughs> but that, or uh, I do the old, uh, what was old buddy name? Uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. What's the name of that dance? Ed Lover. I'm old school. You know? Okay. I'll do that. She got a video of me doing Ed Lover from the other day. <laughs> she posted, yes. And she posted, and people's laugh, laughing their ass off. All right, we got to go find that. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't even. No, I can't do that. No. Okay. Not the card. All right. Biggest budget I've worked with so far was blank. Ooh, that would have been worked with. Do I need to name the person or the amount? I mean, you know what you feel is in your spirit. Um, of course, the biggest budget was Maya because she had her own label called Planet Nine, and they cut the biggest checks. So I, I would probably say Maya. That's what's yeah. up. Okay, Maya. All right. So the last nickname I gave a person that gets on my nerves is Blank, and you know you like to cut up and clown. So what oh my god, <laughs> last nickname. If y'all can see the back. Last nickname. <laughs> I'm thinking, I can't think. I said one today. I got to think of it. Uh, oh, my God. What was it? What was it? I can't think of it. Hold on. Hold on. I'm thinking. Somebody in the back knows. I'm thinking. Because I give out names yes, all you do, the Jesus. time. I'm That's how we bet you. You giving our names. I'm trying to think. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, I called this chick on Clubhouse who's had COVID four times. COVID Isha. No. And she got calling four times. Look, I, I hope she, I'm gonna make sure she watches this. Her name is Mercy. <laughs> she's actually a super dope political chick from Nebraska, but she's had COVID four times. So I've called her antibodies. I've called Alicia. No! I've called her Germella. I've called her all kind of stuff. She's been the brunt of most of my stuff lately. No. Yeah, so COVID Isha. COVID Isha. Yeah. Wow. And she's white though, so it's funny because. Most white people ain't named Isha. No, Isha nothing. <laughs> yeah, you right. Yeah, so COVID Isha. COVID Isha. Okay. Don't be stealing my name neither. Cause you know <laughs> niggas like to steal shit. They do. I know it's sad. It's trademark, y'all. Just tell them that. Copyright. There you go. I <laughs> I thought my social media page was gonna get deleted because I did blank. 
Oh. Because <laughs> you, you be clowning. Uh, it's a lot. I just got to think of what was so. Um, when I put Lizzo's booty cheeks on Homer Simpson face. No. <laughs> what did they just take the post down? Because I didn't It never went it. down. That I was on Facebook, it. though. Oh, okay. Instagram's a little more lenient. Facebook, I thought for sure. And I wasn't really on Instagram like that at the time. But yeah, I put them on. I'll show you the pics and you can be like, bots. <laughs> really? Why did you even do that? Because <laughs> she was taking her booty everywhere. So I was like, I'm watching The <laughs> Not Simpsons. taking her booty. I think it's like attached. No, it's... <laughs> It, it could be hidden, you know. This was when she was at the Lakers game. And so I took that picture oh. and put it as Homer Simpson's lips. Wow. <laughs> and it's still up to this day because I think I got the notification like two weeks ago from Memories. Yes. From Memories. And I thought they were going to take my account, but they didn't. So thanks, wow. Lizzo, and your booty. <laughs> it's been eaten. It's been eaten. Yes. She ain't been eating but a booty ass. Wow. She got that ding and dent special. Anyway, let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A few little either or. Okay. You riding? Okay. See, those weren't too bad, right? Mm -mm. Okay. Mm -mm. So, either or. Do you believe in the barter trade system or they better... Well, we already talked about that. So, we'll switch that one. Okay. So, another one. Either or. Because we're going to edit that out. Either or. Produce the Island Boys or unknown paying artists. You unknown know, paying artists. Oh, you ain't gonna do the island book? Nah. They are horrible. They are. And you know, I'm 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 big into the independence. So mm -hmm. give me a, a a hungry paying artist. There you go. <laughs> you okay. gotta add the hungry in there. You know, don't be lazy. But yeah. I'm taking the unknown. Okay. Because you're gonna make more money because the island boys hit because they were unknown. Yeah. And once they hit, they they just hit because yeah. They different, you know, so I take the They unknown. hit because of a little, uh, uh, you know, unknown producer. That too. Yeah, that's why they yeah, hit. Yeah, but they crazy. They suck, yeah. Okay. <laughs> one more, one more. Okay, so you got to listen to this one. Your girl and your mom switch bodies. Your mom's brain in your girl's body and your girl's brain in your mom's body. Which one are you smashing? That's a crazy question, man. Neither. <laughs> Not because... No. <laughs> the fact that I know my mom is involved in both of them. Uh, no, nah, I'm going to take my girl's body. My mom's brain. With your mom's yeah, brain. Yeah, but it still feels weird answering it. But since I have to answer the right. question... Yeah, I'm going to take my girl's body. That makes body. sense. Yes. She got your mom's quality. Right. And she it. can cook like my mom. Right. So that's the main thing I'm thinking of. That's a weird. But you have to turn the brain off during the sex, don't you? Because that's your mom's brain. Wouldn't your mom be like, I'm fucking my son? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a demented question. You need to get rid of that shit. <laughs> what? I saved the best for last. It could have been worse, but I was Yeah, like, you could have said, I don't know who you could have said, but <laughs> your mom's brain and your girl. And then, then you got to fuck your mom's body with your girl's brain. Oh, my God. Where do you come up with this? What kind of shit y'all into, man? Y'all <laughs> We going to role play. I'm going to put your mama be bossing, uh, be uh, the thing on, whatever it's called. Uh, you know your hair. The wig. Yeah, so no, the thing that they start tripping on wearing outside. What y'all call them? The last No. Bonnet. bonnet. I'm going to put your mama bonnet on. Let's role play tonight. What? <laughs> get, go get your mama moo moo. We'll make this happen. Let's go. 
Yeah, yeah, that's correct. That's kind of weird though. That's but well, it's a, it's a funny question. There you though. go. I'm glad you liked it. Well, thank you for hanging with us. Yes, ma'am. Anytime. It. Anytime. Now you gotta shout yourself out. D Bots, H Town, Texas, Bots World Studios, creator of the Cookout. The Cookout album, January 28, 2022. Y'all get ready for it.